Hello and welcome to the third special edition episode of the Journey of Potential Learnings. I hope that you have gotten a lot of value from the last two episodes and have gained an insight into what the Journey of Potential is all about and taken away some of the key learnings that those in the course were able to receive. Today is the final special edition episode and the topic I've chosen for today is based on the fact that this was an underlying theme throughout the whole journey of potential, but also because I know that this is a topic that is going to be relevant to everyone in one way or another. Now, I don't often make these generalized sweeping claims, but I can say with certainty after having hundreds of conversations with people over the years and after knowing and learning how the root of psychology works, that this is something that holds everyone back in one way or another, whether or not they realize it. And that is limiting beliefs, limiting belief systems. So that's what I'm going to cover today, and I'm going to go through how you can understand how these limiting beliefs work and what you can do about it. But before I go into that, today's topic is an extension of the previous episode. In fact, limiting beliefs or belief systems straight up is one of the filters of the reticular activation system. So if you have not yet listened to the previous episode, special edition number two, then I'd highly recommend you going back to that one first, listening to that, and then coming to this episode so that that provides context into what I'm about to talk about. It'll make more sense once you've listened to that episode. So here are just some of the challenges that those in the last round of the journey of potential experience. In fact, these are some very common challenges I've had that I've heard from many different people in recent times. So the first one, the most obvious one, struggling with uncertainty, struggling with the loneliness and the separation during COVID, during the lockdowns. Inability to be consistent in daily routines, whether that is waking up early, whether that's training consistently, whether that is doing journaling and meditation regularly. Um, The next one is, you know, the inability to step up, whether that is stepping up at work, whether stepping up in their daily uh, habits and productivity, stepping up in their levels of courage in what they do. The next one is starting a side business or pivoting a business and um, having challenges around that. I know that one very, very well after rebranding earlier this year. Uh, Committing to running consistently and actually stepping up to the next level of running, training and events. These are just some of the challenges that I've spoken to people about. Now, the thing is with these challenges is that it's not as much about the challenge itself as much as it is the beliefs, the limiting beliefs that caused that challenge in the first place. So for someone who is struggling to be consistent in their daily routines, whether they're struggling to eat well, whether they're struggling to um, meditate every morning and they go through waves, you know, they go through waves where they're on a roll and they're doing it every day and then they fall off the wagon again and again and again. 
that's not so much about the fact that they can't be consistent as much as it is that they have a limiting belief unconsciously that they can't change and that, you know, once they get on a roll, they're almost expecting themselves to fall off the wagon. So then they do. Someone who is struggling to step up at work and step up, you know, their productivity and step up their their training, it's not so much that they're not good enough to do that as much as it is their belief deep down that they are not good enough. The belief that they, they don't have the ability or the skills or the genetics to do so, therefore causing them lack of confidence, therefore not actually taking the steps required to make that happen. It's also the belief of not enoughness. So whether someone believes that they don't have enough time, whether they believe they don't have enough money or they don't have um, enough of the skills to be funny or social or they don't believe that they are experienced enough, that, that belief system of not enoughness is the core root of them not being able to step up. Because ultimately... No one doesn't have enough of any of those things. They, they do. They just believe that they don't have enough. You know, anything, anyone can actually learn new skills and get more experience and, and, and grow to a whole new dimension of existence and being. They just don't believe that they, they can. Therefore, they don't. Someone who is struggling to start a side business or to pivot a business, it's not the challenge itself as much as it is the belief that they don't that it's not like them to do so or that they they believe that others will think you know that that's weird for them or that others will judge them they believe that you know they don't they won't belong if they do that in the circles that they are surrounded by and it's very much the belief that is the first thing that holds them back more than them actually doing it like it's not really the action of starting a business itself, the action of changing and rebranding a business, I mean, that's you just need to come up with a new name and, and change it. So it's not actually the challenge of changing or pivoting a business or starting a side business that's the issue. It's the entire multitude of beliefs underlying that is holding people back. Someone's struggling to um, commit to running consistently to be able to work up to a half marathon or a marathon or an ultra marathon. It's not so much that they can't do it, but it's belief, it's their belief deep down that it can't be done. Therefore, they don't do it. If someone's struggling with uncertainty around COVID, then they could very much have this belief system, this limiting belief that pandemic equals struggling or pandemic equals scarcity. And they believe that deep down. Therefore, they see that all around them. And therefore, they, they act in alignment with that. Because the brain likes to have a consistency. The brain needs to have things that make sense. So if someone were to believe something, then they're going to focus on why that thing is true. And they're going to experience and actually find a reality around them that matches with the fact that the pandemic equals struggling. But here's the thing. Who's to say that these beliefs are true? 
Because these beliefs, none of them are universal truths. They're subjective beliefs. Like, yes, the pandemic has led to more struggling, but also that's not universally true for everyone either. There are absolutely people who have thrived through these times. There are people who've started businesses and their businesses have flourished. There are people who have expanded their businesses during this time. There are people who have used the challenges of this time, changed their career, um, found other ways to create certainty and abundance in their lives. There are people who absolutely have the skills, the experience, the genetics to to learn things and do things and to be able to run an ultra marathon and to be able to start a business. And um, they, they absolutely have the capacity, the time to do 10 minutes of journaling and meditation every morning. <laughs> That's the universal truth. They can do it, but deep down they believe that they can't. Therefore, all they see and all they think about is the fact that they can't. And the thing with this is that anyone can choose to believe whatever they want. Like you might be listening to this and you might be kind of resisting this whole concept. You're like, well, like, yeah, there's there's so many reasons to believe that I'm not good enough because I've tried something 10 times and I've failed. Therefore, like, who are you to say that I actually can do it? I've tried 10 times and I've still failed. Well, here's the thing. Anything can be true if you find reason to believe it. Think of the science around the, the entire facts that the earth is round. How much evidence and how much of an accepted truth is that? How much proof is there that the earth is round, right? And I love using this example because it's so clear. Yet, look at the groups of flat earthers out there. They are real and they exist. Trust me, there's actually a Netflix documentary that I came across the other day made by Flat Earthers and it was like a one-hour documentary or something with pure like just uh, evidence there in quotation marks, evidence after evidence of them trying to um, portray why the Earth is actually flat. So if you were to look hard enough, You'll be able to find reason to support the opposite. You can choose to believe whatever you want if you have enough reason to. Same as why there's different beliefs around big things like is the world inherently good or is the world inherently bad? Are people inherently good or people inherently bad? Like who's to say any of those are true but there are diff- definitely different people who choose to believe different things. There are people who believe that the world isn't inherently bad. There are people who believe the world isn't inherently good. What it all comes down to is you choosing to focus on reasons that support that belief. If someone believes that the world is bad, or if someone believes that the, the earth is flat, They're going to hone in on all the different reasons and all the different evidence that supports that. They'll look at the news. They'll see all the negative news. They'll look at all the, they'll really um, dig deep just to find any bit of evidence to prove that the earth is flat or that the world is bad. And same goes the other way around as well. So if you want to believe something, 
if you have recognized that you have a limiting belief that you don't think you're good enough and you you are lacking confidence to be able to step up your running or you're lacking confidence to be able to start a side business or you're lacking conviction in yourself to do that because you're scared of what other people will think of you, then you've got to firstly acknowledge that and become aware of that and then find reasons to believe otherwise. And you can and it can be done to believe otherwise you just got to find the reasons to support that. And here's the thing. If you can find reasons to support that and you can find reasons and evidence to support a new resourceful belief system, so not a limiting belief system, but a growth mindset belief, like a, a belief that you have infinite potential and you can do anything you put your mind to, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you choose beliefs that are resourceful for you? Why wouldn't you choose beliefs that will help you achieve the things that you want to achieve? Why wouldn't you choose to take on beliefs that will help you thrive? Because once again, like I said, these aren't universal truths. They're pure subjective beliefs. So here's the key takeaway of today's episode. You need to acknowledge that all your beliefs aren't necessarily true (laughs) who's to say that you are not good enough who's to say that the people who you are working with don't believe in you and don't actually like you and you don't belong there who's to say that you don't um that people around you don't want to um you know talk to you or hear you or um see you and therefore you need to make yourself small who's to say that you're any of those things Instead, you need to become aware that the opposite can very much be true and the opposite is true because where your focus goes, energy flows. And then once you become aware, then turn those belief systems around and take on new belief systems that will be resourceful for you. And that is one of the filters of the reticular activation system. If you want to change your filter and you want to change the way that you look at the world, Start by changing your beliefs, because if you were to believe that you could, you know, make, um, get to the point where you build a business that makes a million dollars a year, or you believe that you can run a half marathon in one hour 30, or you believe that you can be a world-class leader in whatever it is that you do, then you believe that and you will make it happen. And once again, right, like, as I said before, if you believe something, you will naturally be biased towards that. The brain will focus on aligning yourself to that belief and therefore you'll become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you don't believe that you can run a half marathon in one hour and a half, then you're going to eventually start taking actions that align to that belief. You're going to, you know, not train as hard. You're going to, um, you know, not um, put in as much effort into the half marathon. Maybe you see yourself on track to running one and a half, a one and a half hour half marathon. And, you know, halfway through, you're like, damn, I'm on track, but I don't think I'm going to be able to sustain this. I'm going to slow down and you become a self-fulfilling prophecy. But so goes the other way. You believe you can make a you know million dollar company. You believe that you can run a, a one and a half hour half marathon. Then you will do the things that are required to get there and you become a self-fulfilling prophecy. 
So choose the belief systems that are resourceful for you, everyone. All right, that takes us to the end of the three special edition episodes for the journey of potential learnings. If you have found these episodes to resonate with you, if you feel like all this makes sense, all this relates to you, but you feel like you need more, you need to actually learn how to do these things in more detail. You need that guidance to turn inwards and to pick up things within yourself that you might not have picked up before. If you want the accountability and that supportive network to push you to do all of these things, actually do the reflection and then put in the work to step up in your life, whether it's your training, whether it's your work, your personal um, habits and, and mindset. If you want that, then the journey of potential is for you. For those who don't already know, the journey of potential is a 50-day online small group coaching experience with two group coaching calls a week with a max of six individuals where I will take you on a journey to become very clear on your outcomes, get to know yourself better, step up your performance in all that you do, step up to, to for you to show up at a higher level than you've ever shown up before and to achieve the outcomes that you desire. The next round starts on the 1st of November so that the, the course finishes before Christmas and you'll be able to have a strong finish to the year and really set things up for an even better 2022. Like I mentioned before, at the time of recording, there are um, only half the spots remaining, but it's not too late to apply. So if you are determined to step up to your highest self and move towards your potential, and you are determined to finish the year strong, then the way that you can do that is apply at bit.ly by B-I-T dot L-Y slash the journey of potential site. Link will be in the show description and you can apply there. We'll have a no obligation chat to see if the journey of potential is actually right for you and what you need. And then we move forwards from there. I am so excited to be running another round of the journey of potential. You will have seen that the last round achieved such great results. The feedback was incredible. And this is going to be just the same, if not even more impactful after running the first round. All right, everyone. Hope you all have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode.